So, sa ibang mga Southeast Asian cultures, meron din sila nung similar creatures as yung uh, aswang and mana ng gal natin. Pero, dis- distinct yung sa Pilipinas sa pagiging associated niya with bats and taking the form na meron bat wings, gano'n. And, yung mga uh, anthropologists hypothesize na yung association na yun with bats uh, nanggaling lang siya sa influence ng Catholic Spain nung nag-colonize sila sa Pilipinas. So, kasi even with uh, Catholic imagery, yung bats associated din sila with the devil. Si Satan, ang pakpak niya ay bats, ganyan. So, I think interesting din sa akin yung association yun. And even today, uh, may mga nagva-viral pa rin na videos and photos sa Facebook of like may naririnig silang sa gabi na pumapagaspas or like may maririnig sila sa bubong ng bahay nila sa mga probinsya tapos oh aswang yon ganyan ganyan most likely ano yon yung mga flying foxes the the really big kinds of bats the ask theory podcast shines the spotlight on pinoy scientists from various scientific disciplines listen to some of the country's best scientific minds as they explain what they do in simple terms and share fascinating stories of how they got into science, the incredible things they've learned about the world around us, and so much more. Hi, Jay! Good afternoon, Pop. Yung pag-uusapan natin ngayon, well, wildlife conservation, and our regular listeners know that we've talked a lot about wildlife conservation, uh, biodiversity conservation on this podcast, but your specialty is really interesting. Actually, I'm tempted to call you a superhero. I'm tempted to actually <laughs> refer to you as a superhero. Siguro, naiisip mo na ko sino superhero yung naiisip ko, but before I get ahead of myself, I would like you to tell our listeners a bit about yourself, your story, how you fell in love with science, and what's keeping you busy right now. All right. Um, so, again, I'm Jay Fidelino. I think I'd call myself a wildlife biologist or an ecologist. Uh, right now, I'm currently with the Biodiversity Research Laboratory ng Institute of Biology sa UP Diliman. Uh, so, I work there as a researcher. Uh, while at the same time, I volunteer with some organizations. I volunteer with the Diliman chapter of Agham Advocates of Science and Technology for the People. I also volunteer with Queer Scientists PH and also with the Biodiversity Conservation Society of the Philippines. Bukod din sa work ko as a researcher and the volunteer work, tumatanggap din pa ako ng mga racket on the side uh, na related dun sa field of work ko. In terms of how I fell in love with science. Ang pinakaunang, I guess, parang distinct memory ko is that nung kindergarten graduation namin, kasi isa-isa ko yung akit sa stage, diba? Tapos, uh, we were asked na parang, okay, I'm, insert name, tapos, I want to be a something. Uh, sure ako na yung sa akin ay, ang sinabi ko ay, I want to be a scientist. Wow. Pero, hindi ko na maalala kung bakit. <laughs> kung bakit ko naisip na sabihin or like, <laughs> yon kasi I don't think you really have ano parang subjects nung pag kindergarten masyado mm-hmm. but I guess most likely baka na instill din yun sa pe- ng parents ko sa akin as a kid and kapag ganun so tapos elementary parang wala naman akong distinct memory of ever really like loving science more than other subjects pero I was fortunate 
to ano be able to enter Pisay, Philippine Science High School sa main campus sa alternate mm-hmm. nung pagdating ko ng, ng high school. And unfortunately pa rin though, <laughs> hindi hindi rin doon exactly na cultivate yung love ko for science. Eh nung nasa Pisay ako actually ang mas nag-gravitate ako towards was ano eh um, literature, journalism, tsaka yung mga social sciences. And uh-huh. I didn't really enjoy Honestly, yung chem, physics, math. Kasi medyo nahirapan ako sa kanila at the time. Pero, uh, nung high school, I found biology the easiest of the science subjects. And I think yun lang talaga yung sole reason, to be honest, kung ba't ako nagpuruso ng BS Bio in college. So, I went to UP Diliman to take up BS Bio. And <laughs> medyo even then, <laughs> hindi ko rin exactly love yung biology And okay. parang nahanap ko lang yung gusto kong gawin when I entered my last year ng undergrad. So that was when I took uh, dalawang, um, yung isa elective tas isa major subject. So that those were ecology and entomology. So entomology is yung study ng insects. So yung dalawang subjects na yun allowed me to go uh, explore. So dun, dun ko unang natikman yung field field work. So, you go to uh, uh, far-flung places and then explore yung nature around you. And nung, nung tinake ko yung dalawang subjects na yun and got to do that, dun ko lang talaga uh, kumbaga na-love yung science na ginagawa ko. And that's what I'm continuing to do hanggang ngayon. Ayun. You know, I think your story is really beautiful kasi it's not your typical parang scientist story na well you did start na parang at a young age you you mm. you realized na I I want to be a scientist but that wasn't the clear path no towards being a scientist yeah. and then meron kang a couple of instances in your life where you thought ah okay scientist na ako and then suddenly biglang ay parang parang hindi <laughs> ko ata masyadong trip and mm. then there were so many ways you could have so many paths you could have taken, and yet you still went back to science. And I think that's really uh, a wonderful example of, you know, lalo na para sa mga tao who aren't sure about what they yeah. want to do. Diba? No? What they want to do in life right now. Baka sinasabi nila, ay, college na ako, pero hindi ko pa alam kung ano, mm-hmm. magsa-scientist ba ako. Diba? diba? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yung mga gusto mag-shift. Feeling ko actually parang hanggang third year ng college, consider ko pa rin until that time na mag-shift pa to a different course. Kasi parang, as in, hindi ko talaga, well, yung mga other biology subjects, kasi it involved, usually, nandun ka sa loob ng laboratory, or like, handling microscopes, or, yeah. yun, hindi ko talaga siya masyadong na-enjoy at the time. Kaya, parang nagahanap talaga ako nun, parang, o kaya ano pa bang other options ko na, hindi rin ako magtatagal masyado sa college. <laughs> Kahit na shift. <laughs> oh. Mag-shift ako. <laughs> oh, oh. Kasi concern din yun eh, no? Mm-hmm. Yung how many years. Lalo na pag sa UP, parang since uh, sa UP din ako, uh, mm-hmm. sobrang naranasan ko yung, and I think kahit sa ibang college, no, people can relate, na yung parang, parang saya na itong ginagawa ko, pero hindi ito yung gusto kong gawin. Lilipat kaya ako, kaso matatagdagan na naman ng taon yung, <laughs> yung pag-aaral ko. Yeah, tapos meron pang, paano kung hindi ko ganun pala ma-enjoy kapag lamipat ako doon? So, yes, yeah. di ba? So, lipat na naman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I'm glad that you you landed where, you know, it, it took, it took yeah. you know, that the process actually took you to where you you currently feel that you should be. And I hope that 
you will be there for a long time. Yeah, I think ano, medyo decidido na actually walang medyo decidido na ako na ito talaga yung field for me. <laughs> Finally ako. nahanap ko siya. <laughs> Oo, along lalo na ang isa sa mga lessons na natutunan ko from talking to so many scientists is that kulang ang scientists dito sa Pilipinas. Lalo na sa wildlife conservation. I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. that we talk a lot about wildlife conservation here. Pero ang isang lesson na paulit-ulit na naisistress sa lahat ng conversations ko with these uh, scientists ay there's so much to explore in the Philippines but so few people are doing it. Yeah, sobrang... Like, just imagine the number of islands that we have and the fact yeah. na... But even within those islands, iba-iba pa yung mga makikita mong uh, different organisms. Uh, sobrang daming kailangang aralin at kailangang maintindihan para maprotektahan. And so many, so few people uh, going to this as a career option. Na actually, to be fair, very perfectly understandable naman given yung, una, yung current state ng uh, science work sa country natin. Pangalawa, um, pati yung current state ng environment natin, medyo mabigat siyang field to ano, enter talaga. Yeah, I agree. But that makes me curious, no? Um, with, after all is said and done, ano ba ang pinaka-mission mo as a scientist? If you can like, capture that in one sentence. Ang pinaka-simpleng way for me to put it is, is just to, I want, just want to contribute to our understanding of Philippine biodiversity and how to best conserve it parang ganun lang siya. Um, wala naman akong ano, delusions of ano, being uh, parang big name in conservation. Ganyan. Pero like, feeling ko ano naman yan eh, parang uh, collective naman yan. So, bawat isang scientist or bawat isang conservation worker uh, would be able to contribute something and para collectively yun yung mag, mag, magiging tool para ma-pursue natin yung as yung work of uh, conserving our biodiversity. Uh, that's true. I agree. Ito walang halong bola. For me, lahat kayo na scientists, whether you're working in uh, in conservation or in physics or ano, para sa akin, lahat kayo big names. So, <laughs> it's, it's always an honor to talk to people like you and to listen to all of your stories about your your various adventures and experiments. Now, I'm sure you have a lot of stories bilang isa kang wildlife uh, biologist, no? <laughs> so, can you tell us a bit about your adventures in the field as a wildlife biologist mm-hmm. and maybe also your favorite part about life as a wildlife biologist? So, um, a lot of our work kasi involves uh, staying in the field. So, basically, um, punta kami sa gubat or sa bundok or wherever and then stay there to study the plants and animals. Usually, um, nag-arrange yung time na nandun kami sa field between two weeks to two months. Pero may mga outliers pa yan na one week lang minsan or a few days, pero minsan pa rin three months, maybe more, ganyan. Um, and yung mga fieldwork namin, uh, at least dun sa, sa research lab namin, uh, depende rin sa site na pupuntahan namin kung ano yung setup. So, it can be na nakakamp kami. So, like, we set up tents. Uh, tas doon kami nakatira. Tas meron din kaming um, makeshift na lutuan. Ganyan. Uh, we usually do that kapag yung area namin is sa uh, high elevation sa taas ng mga bundok. Because, you know, wala naman doon mga pwedeng tirahan. Or kapag doon kami sa mga areas na malayo sa town. Uh, kapag ganun, uh, bastab mo yung ilog, uh, banyo mo yung gubat. Tapos, walang kuryente, uh, walang signal. Mm-hmm. So, 
usually dapat meron kang dalang libro kung gusto mong ano may pagkakaabalahan bago matulog. Yeah. O kaya kung willing kang magbuhat ng mas mabigat, dadamihan mo 'yung dala mong power bank para Ooh. pwede kang manood sa cellphone mo <laughs> kapag ano. Oh. Oo. Pero 'yun. So um in some other places naman uh, na medyo matagal na kami nag-work, meron ng mga actual bunkhouses. So oh. yeah, med- swerte ka pag doon ka napunta kasi meron ng parang maliit Simple lang naman siya na bahay, so bare bones na room, uh, window, and uh, workspace. So, for example, yung isa sa mga pinaka-long-term sites na pinagtatrabahuhan namin is yung isang uh, lowland forest sa Palanan, Isabela. So, it's in the northern Sierra Madre. Sobrang, layo, sobrang hirap niyang abutin kasi nasa kabila siya ng Sierra Madre. So, imagine yung mountain range uh, running yeah. dun sa northern Luzon. Tapos, yung all the rest of Luzon ay nasa west niya. Tapos, isa siya dun sa few towns nandun sa east. So, mahirap siyang pasukin. Uh, kailangan mo mag-plane or mag-boat. Tapos, pero dahil nag-work na dun yung mga scientists since 1994, they were able to set up uh, a very small house. Tapos, lahat na mga pumupunta dun at bisita para mag-aral, dun na nakatira. Minsan, kapag uh, mad- malapit lang sa sa study site, nakikita rin sa mga bahay or sa mga empty na halls ng mga barangay. You know? So, um, sobrang varied nung, nung life sa field. Pero, I think that's also what makes it fun. Kasi, you never get the same experience every time. Uh, isa pang fun dun is because uh, usually yung ginagawa namin involves studying different groups of plants and animals. Uh, usually, marami, marami kami in the team. Uh, so, merong halimbawa, may nag-aaral ng mga halaman ng mga puno so meron ka dapat expert na kasama doon meron mga expert on birds may experts on frogs and amphibians may experts on mammals so dahil doon usually ma- ma- malaki yung team and you always get downtime and uh, enjoy each other's company uh, nanonood ng movies um, maglalaro ng cards ganyan and you get to <laughs> like really know all the people around you hindi lang yung mga kasama mo from your team, pati yung mga locals na katulong nyo dun sa ginagawang work. Pero I have to say din pala na minsan ano siya, mahirap siya. <laughs> Kasi uh, parang may mga bundok na sobrang daming leeches. So like, Ay. lakad ka, uh, onting ambon lang, lalabas na sila lahat, tapos they're all over your body. <laughs> so yes. you have to get used to it. Um, and well, kapag extended yung time na malayo ka sa, na nasa field ka, you also miss some important occasions. Uso yung ano nagbo-birthday sa field ganyan. So pag mala- pag may time kayo na makapunta ng town square, tay kasi pwede kang bilhan ng cake. Pero pag wala, um, ano na lang cupcake. Okay. <laughs> Tapos ano, may one time nga um, yung candle nung nung kasama ko sa field na nag-birthday ay katol kasi wala talaga. Oh. <laughs> At least walang lamok at ano. Oh. oh. Double double purpose 'yun. <laughs> oh. Ayun, so Medyo, like, it it can get uh, frustrating sometimes. May mga may mga ibang people na sa sobrang tagal sa field, medyo nasa sad na, may mga namimiss, umiiyak, ganyan. Pero, mm-hmm. lagi naman, at, at least lahat ng mga nakasama ko, uh, pag naman bumalik na dun sa syudad, mamimiss din naman nung bumalik dun sa field. So, <laughs> sobrang, um, I guess, yung best part of, of being a field biologist is that Uh, you get to see uh, these places, these animals and plants na very, very few, few people get the chance to see. 
and yung everyday experience na parang uh, you wake up, tapos sobrang ganda ng sunrise na sumisilip uh, sa mga trees dun sa bundok, or halimbawa, minsan titigil yung puso mo kasi muntik mo na matapakan yung pit viper na ahas, ganyan. <laughs> uh, and, and every single time na makakita ko ng bagong species for the very first time, So, lahat ng um, experiences na yun, feeling ko sobrang priceless nila. And um, dito lang sa gantong trabaho mo sila may experience. And I think uh, it's what feeds yung passion ko personally for for this work and for yung um, goal ko and of uh, many other conservationists and wildlife biologists na to push for conservation. I love how you talked about yung, yung mga interesting things na nangyayari sa sa yung birth yung pagwala kang birthday cake no very 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 human problems very <laughs> funny problems no pero just to say na life as a wildlife biologist hindi lang siya all about observing animals which in itself is sa akin it's fantastic no mm-hmm. i cannot mm-hmm. imagine the, the thrill of seeing like these animals or, or or plants or animals na nakita mo lang sa libro mga pictures mm-hmm. lang or nababasa lang natin yung descriptions nila and you get to see them in their natural habitat no really in action Yeah. I suppose that's a that's that's really like a, a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. Sobrang ibang ibang klase yung I, I guess parang ano siya. I mean, I'm sure sa ibang mga fields meron din silang sariling version noon. Pero mm-hmm. I think what makes this uh, extra special is yun nga nasa Pilipinas tayo. Sobrang sobrang diverse. Ng, oh, yun, sobrang sobrang taas ng biodiversity sa atin. So, uh, you get to see more and Everywhere you go, you get to see a different uh, set of these uh, species talaga. Yeah, sabi nga ni Miss Lisa Paguntalan, yung guest namin uh, in an earlier mm-hmm. podcast episode, no, if you want to, to, be, to be a wildlife conservationist, a biodiversity conservationist, the Philippines is like the best location for you yeah. kasi, di ba, the, the sheer exactly. biodiversity. Di ba? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but your work as a wildlife biologist, hindi lang kayo nasa field all the time. So, oh, yeah. hindi naman kayo, di ba? Hindi kayo nasa labas. You also have time in your laboratory. So, can you tell us a bit about the kind of work that you do in your research laboratory? Siyempre, pag, pag pumunta mo sa field, you, we collect uh, different kinds of data. So, uh, what it usually involves is um, we get to sample different groups of animals and then process them, take photos, uh, then use all of that to answer yung mga Uh, questions ng research namin. Uh, a lot of the work ng, ng research lab namin, uh, ang short name namin sa lab namin is BRL. Ang mm-hmm. yung bulk of our work involves yung tinatawag na long-term ecological research. So, LTER for short. Um, okay. It's it's the study of organisms and of, of ecosystems in the long term. So, Kaya so yun nga, long-term ecological research, we try to, kasi may mga, may mga nangyayari sa environment natin and sa mga organisms na hindi mo makikita kapag isang beses mo lang siyang kinolektahan ng data or Aha. kapag uh, mas maikli lang yung time frame na inaral mo siya. So, um, for example, uh, kapag inaral mo ng long-term yung isang forest and yung mga animals na nandun, Um, you get to see you you get to see uh, a clearer picture and a better understanding of how it changes over time. So, for example, pan ano ba nangyari dun sa forest kapag tinamaan siya ng malakas na bagyo? 
um, aling mga klase ng halaman yung unang natutumba. And mm-hmm. kapag after ng bagyo, paano ba sila nagre-recover? Uh, aling mga klase ng halaman yung unang tumutubo dun sa mga areas na nakalbo dahil sa bagyo? Or, and uh, by extension, paano ba nagre-respond dun yung mga hayop na nakatira dun sa gubat na yun? So, for example, um, may mga, well, yung inaaral ko, which is uh, may mga bats, Um, aling, may mga bats na parang um, may areas ng forest na mas gusto nilang doon sila nagsistay or lumilipad. Um, kapag, nag, kapag nagkaroon ng typhoon over a forest, uh, aling mga klase ng bats yung would prefer going to those areas na naging open na. Uh, same thing with birds and other organisms. We also try to, we can also answer questions of halimbawa, Uh, tinatry natin ibalik yung mga gubat natin na kalbo na so we do reforestation efforts um, we 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 can understand kung paano bumabalik yung natural forest yung mga natural na trees dun sa forest na yun by studying them in the long term and isa dun sa mga um, ways of that we do that is we also look at the animals that live there so for example kapag nandun ka sa reforestation area na bago pa lang, iba, na y- iba yung mga set of animals that live there. Kasi, um, imagine mababa pa yung mga puno, so wala pa masyadong shade. Uh, hindi lahat ng klase ng mga animals would want to live there. Pero habang tumatagal yung yung reforestation site na yon and lumalaki yung puno na de-develop yung vegetation, uh, mas mas nagbabago yung mga kinds of animals that, that actually live there. So, uh, that's the bulk of our work. And, nagko-collect kami ng data in the field and uh, meron, meron akong na-discover na plot twist sa, sa field ng wildlife biology and ecology. Marami uh-huh. pala siyang math. Oh, oh. <laughs> Nabanggit ko kanina na <laughs> hindi ko na-enjoy yung math nung high school. Uh-oh. Tapos, surprise, surprise, sobrang dami palang <laughs> math, math and statistics ng, ng ecology. So, like, kailangan nat- so we do the field work and we collect the data pero to interpret it properly we have to do a lot of statistics and analysis kasi uh-huh. sobrang usually sobrang laki ng mga data na nako-collect namin so imagine in a plot of forest kung ilang thousands of trees yun nandoon um ilang thousands of different kinds of animals yun nandoon so we deal with large numbers of data talaga and yeah. ayun so yun talaga yung pinaka <laughs> yung end yung after nung sarap mo ng ano enjoy sa field pag uwi mo sa lab uh, okay analyze natin to tapos oh, no <laughs> pero yeah it's so, part yeah. of the work eh yeah that's that's a lot of the work that we do uh, pero kasama din pala doon syempre yung mga ano um, administrative work unfortunately um so, syempre gagastos ka sa field kailangan mo oh. i-account for yun lahat um, and all of the paperwork na i'm sure Uh, na-share na, na rin yung ng ibang scientist yung experience nila with that. Yeah, oo. Lalo yung mga nasa um, government and universities. <laughs> yeah. Naalala ko nga yung isa, yung napag, na-red tag pa nga siya. Si, oh. si, ano, si Kier. Na-red tag yeah. siya nung he was trying to explore lang the, ano, the, the that, that farm forested area. Mm-hmm. And, diba, parang, yeah, these are the problems that you encounter <laughs> talaga. The yeah, administrative. Oh stuff that you have to Isa, deal with. Yeah, ako nga, no, naisip ko, very common din yung red tagging. Lalo, lalo halimbawa, pumupunta kami mga uh, wildlife biologists, pumupunta kami sa mga gubat talaga. So, like, medyo extra taas ng 
um, parang suspicion ng mga oh. military people. Uh, especially, pag sinabi mo pang ano, ay, galing po kaming UP. So, parang... Oh, um, oh, at least at least once um nag- naging problem na rin yan ng mga um, people in our research lab um fortunately ano naman uh, if we do it right you get the the approval and the support of yung other uh, government offices dun sa area hindi naman siya dapat eventually maging problem pero ayun medyo like additional struggle din siya <laughs> oh, so ang dami lang dadaan ng proseso Yeah, medyo meron ding ano, alam mo yun, parang kahit na, okay, uh, approved naman ng mayor's office, ng barangay, pero kapag um, nag-courtesy call ka dun sa um, military detachment, tapos sinabi mo tayo, yupi ka, um, yeah, dami na sasabihin, uh, tatanong na, bakit kayo nandito? Um, tapos, <laughs> sometimes, ano, pagkakamalan pa kayong, ay, naghahanap kayo ng ginto. Ganyan, oh, whatever. Yeah, so, sobrang... Pero, well, kasama naman sa trabaho, I guess, yung making them understand what yeah. what the work we're doing is for. Ganyan. Yeah, it's just so funny how common this problem is pala. Um, this isn't, of course, this isn't the first time I've heard of it. And it's just, I just find it funny na... Yeah, we, we, we definitely have a lot of work to do. Not just yung, not just kayong mga scientists, but also... Us, the, the rest of the folks who are really invested in science to sort mm-hmm. of explain no or clarify kung ano ba yung ginagawa ng mga scientists sa fieldwork nila. Yeah. <laughs> Mumundok lang for whatever. Actually, kanina, nabanggit mo yun nga, uh, when, you, when you go, your team, iba-iba kayo ng specialty. Yeah. And earlier, nung, nung at the start of this podcast, sabi ko, I want, I, whenever I, I hear about you and your work, naisip ko, I think of a superhero. <laughs> so dahil nabanggit mo na yung specialty mo, naisip ko nga, ako, interview ko si Batman ngayong hapon. <laughs> <laughs> um, pero you, you specialize in bats and small mammals. Yes, yes. I'm curious, bakit bats? What do you find very fascinating or unique about bats that you decided, okay, I'm gonna study bats. So, when I started, yung mga very first few field uh, field work ko were, ano, I got to experience sampling and studying different groups of animals. So, even then naman, meron akong options. Pero I think, nag-gravitate ako towards bats kasi, una sa lahat, na-appreciate ko na nocturnal sila. Mm-hmm. which meant na hindi ko kailangan gumising ng sobrang maaga. <laughs> Kasi kapag birds yung inaral mo, you really have to go out in the uh, early morning para ma- 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 matimingan mo yung time na sobrang dami nila out, out and about. Kapag bats, kasi sa gabi lang, ganyan. So, okay lang na puyat ka, ganyan. And mm-hmm. I guess it's also the fact na I really, really found them, ano, parang very different from the other kinds of animals that I encountered. Ang majestic na letting nun, for me, especially yeah. yung mga larger bats. So yung mga... Hey, mega bats? Yung mga, yeah, so the really large ones, uh, we call them, ano din, flying foxes. So flying fox. So parang yung mga yun yung sobrang uh, majestic and amazing nung itsura nila for me. Especially kapag nakikita ko sila when they fly out. Um, kapag kasi malapit ka sa areas kung saan sila nag-roost, kapag yung paggabi na, makikita mo yung groups nila um, flying out sa, sa sky talaga. And, I don't know, I just found them really cool. And, kapag, nung na-start ako mag-handle up close ng mga bats, 
na-realize ko, ay, hindi lang sila cool tingnan. Cute din sila, actually. Cute din. <laughs> oh. oh, a lot of them yung, yung faces nila look just like dogs. Like, they're, they're just like dogs with wings. <laughs> yeah, some people call them sky puppies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> diba? Um, so, ayun, I think, dun, dun ako na-initiate yung, kumbaga, aesthetic appreciation lang of them. Pero eventually din naman, parang, when I got to know and study them further, uh, sobrang interesting din for me nung other aspects of their biology. Uh, for example, ang bats compared to other mammals, uh, they have surprisingly longer life comp- oh. uh, relative to their body size. So, medyo consistent kasi yun eh, na parang kapag mas maliit ka na animal, mas maikli din yung lifespan mo. Lifespan. Pero um, yung bats, kumbaga, nasa labas sila ng curve na yun. Even for oh. their size, sobrang haba ng buhay nila. Um, also, the fact na, well, medyo mas nagiging uh, well-known na to na sobrang um, taas na yung immune response ng bats, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably also the reason why they've been ano nga, uh, found as a reservoir of ano, mga pathogens, viruses. mga viruses. Yes. <laughs> Kasi um, kaya nilang mag, maging healthy kahit na sobrang taas na nung number ng mga viruses sa body nila. And lastly, uh, I, th- I found it really amazing na bats echolocate. So, uh, yun, yun pala, no? um, I don't think a lot of people are aware na hindi naman lahat ng bats ay nag-echolocate. Yeah. Kasi diba, parang isa yun sa mga pinaka-common na, oh, bats uh, don't see to move around. Um, <laughs> yeah. Actually, yung mga, yung group ng mga bats na mukhang dogs, <laughs> yung mga mm-hmm. ano, sky puppies, sila, um, they see with their eyes. They, they really don't echolocate talaga. Um, a, 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 def- a different group of bats uh, do use echolocation. So, ito yung mga, uh, usually sila yung mga ang kinakain ay insects. So, which makes sense na parang uh, to get to see the insects um, sa gabi, uh, yes. you, you use yung echolocation para matrack yung movement nila while flying. So, these yeah. are the ones na nag-echolocate while yung mga um, mukhang dog na bats which only eat fruits uh, use their eyes to see. Ayan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yun nga eh, yung, yung mis- yun nga, that's, a, that's one of the most common misconceptions, no? Lalo yeah, na yung, yeah. not to ano rin, pero yung, a lot of people think bats are blind. Lalo na yung, yeah, yeah, may yeah, saying yeah. na, ano, blind as a bat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's really not the case, right? That's true. Actually, even yung mga bats na nag-echolocate, uh, they're not blind. They, uh-huh. Their eyes are still functional in some way. Uh, although, um, usually, ano lang yun, uh, it's very poor. Uh, and mm-hmm. ginagamit lang nila yun for uh, limited functions. So, halimbawa, um, kapag malapitan na movement, um, hindi kasi yun kaya ng echolocation. So, basta may nakikita pa rin sila, but, uh, but very different from ours. Whereas yung mga fruit bats, so yun yung, yun yung common name ng mga bats that eat fruits, uh, yung eyesight nila would be as good or maybe even better than humans. Kasi syempre, they need to see the fruits at night. Yeah. Oo, oo, oo. Lalo sa mga sapuno, no? Medyo, mm-hmm. kahit ako nga, ako nga ang tao, laki-laki ko, hirap na yun. <laughs> Tumingin ng, titingala ako, tapos hahanapin ko yung prutas sa puno, eh. Diba? Parang, <laughs> yeah. Ay, have you been to the, ano? To the Morfont Bat Sanctuary? Is that the one in uh, Samal? Samal? Yes. No, not yet. Uh, I, I've, I've heard of it many times, as in, 
may mga workmates ako nag-field work dun sa area na yun. Ako, but ako personally, I've never been there. Sobrang dami dun nung... Tama, di ba? Yun yung cave the Yes, Marus, more than 2 million bats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Montfort, yeah, oo. Yeah. More than 2 million. Grabe nga eh. I, I've never been there. <laughs> so, gusto ko nga rin makapunta dun. Kasama yun sa bucket list ko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, siguro pag after COVID, punta tayo. <laughs> pag, pag tapos na yun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> o, oh, madali lang ata ma-access eh. Kasi hindi siya that far from Davao City, I think. Mm. Oh, so medyo ano lang. So, so pero ano lang, um <laughs> I'm most likely after COVID they'd be putting up more parang precautionary that's measures true. lalo medyo mas close contact with the roofs. That's that's true. Oo nga. And speaking of COVID actually, since since the beginning of this pandemic, medyo bad PR ang mga paniki. Um they've been <laughs> I mean, it's true, no? That because of their, you know, part, you know, because of many reasons, part, um, mainly yung body temperature nila, mataas yung body temperature mm-hmm. when flying. So, they, they can, sabi mo nga, they can survive and stay healthy kahit yung may viruses sila, may mga pathogens sila sa katawan. Pero, mm-hmm. that that unique adaptation of these flying mammals, medyo naging parang, medyo PR nightmare sa kanila kasi sila sinisisi for <laughs> all sorts of illnesses, no? Yeah. But much like, you know, every other story in science naman, there's more than one side to that. And, yung, just taking it at face value leads to us having misconceptions or believing myths about mm-hmm. bats. So, what are some of the misconceptions mm-hmm. about bats that, you often encounter and what's the truth behind them? So funny nga eh, parang, parang yung mga bat scientists for the longest time nito mga past decades, parang, ay okay, um, bats, uh, medyo na, 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 na resuscitate na yung image ng bats. Uh-huh. Kasi, I mean, for the longest time, hindi naman talaga positive yung association of at least ng Western culture sa bats. Kasi, um, vampires, yes. so, uh, <laughs> Misconception number one pala, ayan. Um, so, merong 1,400-something one, one species ng bats all over the world. Of that 1,400, tatlong species lang yung blood, yung um, food item. Oh. So, sobrang outrageous <laughs> ng association between uh, uh, vampires and bats, bats talaga. Yun palang um, negative PR na yun for, for like centuries already. Uh, another one siguro is, ano, yun yung association at least dito naman sa Pilipinas between bats and ano aswang and mananangga um, ano mga monsters mga folklore Uh-oh. yeah oh so uh, interesting sa akin nalaman ko recently actually na so sa ibang mga Southeast Asian cultures meron din sila nung similar creatures as yung uh, aswang and mananangal natin uh-huh. pero dis- distinct yung sa Pilipinas sa pagiging associated niya with bats and taking the form na meron bat wings. Wow. You know? And yung mga uh, anthropologists um, hypothesize na yung association na yun with bats uh, nanggaling lang siya sa influence ng um, Catholic Spain nung nag-colonize sila sa Pilipinas. So, kasi um, even with uh, Catholic imagery, yung bats associated din sila with the devil. Yes. Um, Si Satan, ang um, pakpak niya ay bats, In ganyan. leathery, um, Yeah, leathery wings, ganyan. So, I think interesting din sa akin yung association yun. And even today, parang as recently as I think last year or last last year, uh, may mga nagva-viral pa rin na videos and photos sa Facebook of like, may naririnig silang sa gabi na pumapagaspas or like may maririnig sila sa bubong ng bahay nila sa mga probinsya. Tapos, oh, aswang, aswang. yun, ganyan, ganyan. 
and most likely ano yun yung mga flying foxes na the the really big uh, kinds of bats uh, so uh, yun nga so pangalawang misconception hindi rin po kumakain ng mga baby <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> ang mga bats <laughs> hindi po sila yun um, prutas po yung gusto nilang kainin <laughs> uh, another one siguro is that bats are dirty so like dahil sa gabi sila, tapos medyo dark yung color nila, mm-hmm. they're not dirty at all. Uh, they actually groom themselves very well. Parang mga aso at pusa din. Like, they clean themselves, they clean their um, mga baby nila, ganyan. And siguro yung last na banggitin ko lang na misconception is yung ang association ng bats with diseases. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true nga na um, bats have been associated with the emergence ng maraming kinds of diseases na ng tao. So, uh, included dyan yung um, SARS, um, Ebola, yeah. uh, rabies, uh, and most recently, um, COVID-19. Until now, tinatry pa rin i-establish ng, ng mga scientists kung paano yung actual connection of these viruses to uh, bats. And quick ano lang din pala, uh, you can't get COVID from bats. <laughs> so, as in, hindi yun, hindi yun mangyayari sa inyo. They might get COVID or a form of it from us. Pero as uh, wala pang wala pa rin namang evidence noon. Pero COVID-19 you can get that from bats. Ang um, siguro yung yung pinaka gustong i-point out about this association ng diseases with bats is that um hindi naman yung kasalanan ng mga paniki actually. Yeah. Tumataas yung chances of of these viruses na nasa loob ng mga uh, bats na ma-transfer sa human. So tumataas yung chance noon because of the fact na mas nag-i-invade yung mga humans sa mga natural habitats nitong animals na to. So, nage-emerge itong mga, ang tawag sa kala is zoonotic diseases. Mm-hmm. Uh, yung mga sakit na nata-transfer from animals to humans. Um, tumataas yung chance na mag-emerge itong mga ito habang mas lalo nating uh, ini-invade yung mga habitats kung saan sila nakatira. So, actually, uh, we really had it. We really kinda had this coming uh, with the way we've been um, treating our natural environment. So, ayun. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Kasi, kahit last year, I think I, I in April last year, I wrote about why bats are able to carry so many diseases, mm-hmm. no? And yeah. I remember, you know, I did my research, I talked to some experts, and then nung ang ending is talagang exactly what you said. The as as humans, you know, you know, further invade bat habitats, cut, you know, trees, lalo na kung mm. lalo na yung hindi naman kailangan. Alam mo yung talagang yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm going to get a bit real here. Yung motivated by greed <laughs> lang talaga na Yes, exactly. Tayo nagpuputol na nagpuputol ng puno. Tapos mm-hmm. Alam mo yung meme na ito na eh. Alam mo yung meme na yung nagbibisikleta tapos nilalagyan niya ng stick yung yung sasaksakan niya ng stick yung gulong ng bisikleta niya. Tapos pag natumba siya, magtataka siya kung bakit. Uh, <laughs> kung bakit natumba yung bisikleta. <laughs> this is exactly what, yeah. what what greedy humans yeah. are doing, di ba? Parang mm-hmm. stop uh, stop ano, stop destroying their habitats, di ba? The best way to avoid bat-borne pandemics or zoonotic illnesses from from reaching us is to just let these animals mm. live in peace. No, di ba? Parang yeah. stop, stop killing their, their homes. Hindi <laughs> naman natin kailangan mm. gawin yan eh. And lalo na kung protected areas, parang respetuhin na lang naman natin yung, respetuhin natin nature, di ba? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there, are, there are developments naman na kaya mong gawin uh, without 
inflicting that much damage or uh, invading or like taking the space na inoccupy ng mga natural uh, ng nature. Yes. Pero uh, like even here in the Philippines, okay lang ba to? Oh, <laughs> um, oh, na, oh. Like sobrang daming um, uh, developments na nakapila and nag-start ng gawin that would invade, that, that invades yung mga spaces na um, it's better to live alone mm-hmm. kasi Like, for example, um, yung kaliwadam na gagawin nila sa Sierra Madre, sobrang taas ng biodiversity na maapektuhan dun sa area na yun. Yung uh, airport sa Bulacan na sisira or sinira na yung uh, mga mangroves oh, no. na nandun oh. sa coastal areas na yun. Um, and so many other examples na marami dun, marami nakapila pa lang. Uh, I think some of it are unnecessary. Um, and motivated lang by all these parang mga sobrang lalaking corporations na um, mayaman na kayo, do you really need to do that? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, find better places to develop. That's true. Um, sobrang, sobrang ano talaga. <laughs> Oo. Well. Yeah, yun nga eh. Parang, I think sometimes we forget, no? and we need to be reminded that we don't own this planet. <laughs> um, yeah. If 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 anything, these animals, these these plants, these species own this planet. At naiki naiki siksik lang tayo. Pero medyo tayo pa yung mm-hmm. sorry. Pero tayo medyo makapalang mukha na nangunguha pa ng higit pa sa kailangan natin. So eh, balance lang, di ba? I mean, I think yeah. there are ways. Tama kayo. There are ways to progress. There are ways to improve our lives without making life hell for other species. Hindi lang naman tayo mm-hmm. nakatiradit sa planetang to. Hindi lang mm-hmm. tayo nakatiradit sa Pilipinas. Yeah, this reminded me lang na parang, so usually kasi pag, when we talk about biodiversity and why we should protect them and care for them, yung default answer, yung easy answer is that, oh, because we benefit from nature, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is good. Ah. Like, uh, it's true and it's uh, it's a very good way of persuading people to to care about the environment. Um, but I think, yun nga, meron siyang potential pitfall of like, Um, focusing just on that and I think we have to remember na nature uh, biodiversity has intrinsic value uh, be, uh, outside of our, their benefits the benefits that we get from them and it's true na dapat, feeling ko dapat nating maalala lagi na uh, these uh, biodiversity exists alongside us they don't exist just for us Ayun, I think medyo mas mahirap lang siya I guess i-explain Mm-hmm. or like ipa-absorb sa mga tao but i think yun yung end end goal mo dapat if you're trying to um talk to people about um how why we need to protect biodiversity uh there actually no yung mga species na nandito sa Pilipinas they're as filipino as us mm-hmm. uh, they've been here longer actually yes. they've been here for thousands or millions of years so they're as filipino as us they they also are from the philippines That is a very good way of putting it. And I love how you brought up yung the way we talk to people in that, that education mm-hmm. basically. Not to sound yeah. condescending, pero it you know, <clears throat> conservation education, uh getting more people on board with this this message mm-hmm. of ano, environmental conservation. And from what I know, you've worked with a lot of people who are actively like uh, working on initiatives for conservation education. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a there's a specific project that our listeners would like to hear about na para sa akin interesting lalo na ngayon na medyo naging remote learning na ang 
sistema ng pag-aaral mm. sa Pilipinas. So, can you tell us a bit mm. about your initiatives for conservation education? Uh, mga late last year, so we're final quarter last year, I started volunteering, ah, hindi naman, so mga mid last year, yeah, I started volunteering with uh, the Biodiversity Conservation of uh, Society of the Philippines, so BCSP. So it's an organization of uh, 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 biodiversity scientists, uh, conservationists, and advocates na um, pushing for uh, conservation. And I was looped in and uh, got to work with their project, with BCSP's project with the Department of Education, which was to develop a parang teaching toolkit mm-hmm. for um, for teaching Philippine biodiversity sa primary and secondary levels. So um, with that work, we were we were able to parang develop this parang guidebook siya of um, yung key lessons about Philippine biodiversity and how to uh, do conservation work. And then may kakabit siya na um, different uh, activities na pwedeng gamitin ng mga teachers, uh, not just in science subjects, but also sa Filipino, sa, sa values education, sa social sciences. So, uh, I really, really, really found that to be necessary kasi uh, yung personal experience ko from elementary, kapag example sa mga animals, uh, often, ano yan, mga foreign animals, so like tigers, um, Elephants, lions, uh, animals which aren't found here naturally. Mm-hmm. And kapag tinanong, pag tinanong ka, usually kapag bata ka, magbigay ka example ng hayop, um, dun ka mag-gravitate towards eh. And siguro ang exception lang dyan, yung very, very few na iconic species ng Pilipinas. So, Philippine Eagle, Tamarao, Tarsier. Uh-huh. Tapos, ano pa, wala, wala na masyadong mabibigay na examples eh. Considering na sobrang dami dapat nating alam. Yeah considering na ang dami-daming hayop at halaman dito, it's it's very lacking dun sa primary and secondary education natin. And actually, even in Pisaya, Pisaya na yun, like science high school yun, uh, yung experience ko dun was that Philippine biodiversity was not something you learn about. And hope, um, fortunately ngayon though, um, nag-improve na ata. Kasi um, some of the people I worked with, sa wildlife bio eventually taught there na rin so mm. i think they're bringing in yung itong pagkukulang na to yung gap na to no uh, so yung toolkit na yun uh, we actually launched it na nung i think may yeah may 22 nung no, international day for biodiversity pero it's currently uh undergoing review process pa rin and uh, i think it will be released to teachers and to the general public by december this year Sobrang nilook forward ko rin na makita yung final product nun. Uh, bukod dun, uh, yung actual work ko <laughs> ay sa uh, research lab sa UP Diliman. Uh, so ngayon, meron din kasi kaming um, project with the private corporation that helps us. Um, so dun sa institute kasi namin, meron kami dun mga facilities. Uh, so we have um, museums and herbarium and in arboretum. Mm-hmm. So, museums, nandun yung um, mga animals. Sa herbarium, nandun yung mga um, collected na plants. And yung arboretum, para siyang mini forest mm-hmm. uh, sa loob ng campus. So, we have all those facilities na for the past years, uh, we've been touring students na dun talaga. Um, so, like, they usually come in ano, bus loads, ganyan. Tapos, we we tour them dun sa mga facilities. Right now, we're working on a project of developing it and enhancing it into a ang tawag namin uh, biodiversity hub mm. so mas mas parang full experience 
And um, dahil nga, so nag-start, so yun yung initial ano niya, component niya na i-enhance namin yung, yung facilities. Pero nung, pumas- nung nagpumasok tayo sa pandemic, uh, naisip din nung funders namin and ng lab namin to uh, expand it into uh, having a virtual uh, version. Uh-huh. Uh, kasi hindi natin alam kung kailan or like paano ba <laughs> babalik sa face-to-face yung setup. And exactly. even then, kung would, would, would they be able to visit our facility agad-agad? So, uh, until now, so we've been working on developing both yung enhanced na hub and yung virtual experience niya. And I think uh, meron ng similar virtual tour yung ibang mga museums in the Philippines. Uh, most recently, ang nakita ko is yung UP Los Baños, yung Natural History Museum nila. You can visit it virtually. Uh, may website sila where you can see yung mga exhibits nila doon. So, it's, that's exactly what we're also trying to do. So, ayun. Uh, sobrang laking bagay, I think, ng conservation education. Kasi, um, yun nga, napag-usapan natin na sobrang onti lang ng mga pumapasok dito sa field na to. And what we need is more people, um, hindi lang yung magiging scientist talaga. We need more people to advocate for for conservation. And I think uh, the best way to start is with the kids. Halimbawa, with yung improvement ng pagtuturo ng biodiversity to sa primary and secondary levels. And ito, yung mga outside the classroom experiences that would like put them closer to the di- biodiversity that we actually have a lot of in the country. I completely agree. Yeah, you have to like plant the seeds no uh sa mga bata mm-hmm. early on and really really just improve the 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 quality of of teaching no what we teach yeah. kids whether it's about science or philippine history <laughs> recent philippine ha. history or exactly diba, alam na natin na, na meron talaga yeah. mga bagay na kailangan mas pagbutihin natin ang pagtuturo dahil mm-hmm. yung ituturo natin ngayon balang araw yan ang magdedetermine ng kung ano yung mga desisyon na gagawin ng mga magmamana sa bansang ito. So, we really yeah. have to strengthen these, these uh, education campaigns. And I'm, I'm really happy that there are people like you and, and your fellow scientists who are doing this. And mm-hmm. while browsing your, your Twitter, syempre, nistok na kita, while browsing your, <laughs> your Twitter profile, may napansin ako, something really interesting. It's a book, a book about Philippine oh, vertebrate yeah. biodiversity that you worked on. And I think the mm-hmm. title is Wildlife Treasures. Tama ba? Yes. <laughs> so can you tell us a yes, bit yes, about yes. that? And saan ba makakabili ng kopya dyan? <laughs> Yun. So, <laughs> um, so Wildlife Treasures was a book that we published. Actually, no, isa to sa mga huling ginawa ko <laughs> pag mag-pandemic. Uh-huh. Yung, yung launching nitong book na to, mga start ng February 2020. Tapos, so this, this book was a project with the same um, funder na Uh, nag nagsusuport sa amin with the biodiversity hub so i think okay lang naman ng pangalan ko sila so yung energy development corporation we've been working with them for the past 10 years mm, okay uh, they've they've been uh, funding our research and other work na beyond yung research talaga kagaya nito so yung wildlife treasures is a book that documents the different kinds of uh, vertebrate uh, animals in the country so It's mostly short, ano, um, write-ups uh, or like 
text about the different groups of uh, birds, mammals, frogs, and reptiles that we find in the Philippines mm-hmm. with lots and lots of photos. I think yun yung something na we wanted to share talaga na parang you you only get to understand how how amazing our biodiversity is when you see them and fortunately hindi naman lahat makakapunta dun sa mga bundok so um, what we did was to bring bring it to them to this book so we have uh, lots and lots of amazing um, photos from from our uh, research lab people and also from a photographer that we we brought to the field to help us um, take these uh, photos and videos of these animals. So, ayun, uh, wildlife treasures, um, in terms of availability, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, unfortunately, yun nga, dahil nilunch namin siya bago mag-pandemic, just, just before, a few weeks before oh. tayo mag-lockdown, medyo na, naantala yung um, pag-distribute namin sa kanya and yung pag-print sa kanya. Uh, initially, we only set out to to give copies of the book for free mm. dun sa mga iba-ibang institutions uh, and schools and NGOs na kaya naming i-reach. So, that that part of it, we only got to do incompletely pa lang kasi nga, may, ang hirap mag-send ng mga libro habang ano, mm. ganito yung setup, yeah. ganyan. Uh, but there there have already been talks about, ano eh, um, so printing more copies na for sale na um, we actually talked about that last week lang oh. ulit so it's gonna happen <laughs> soon sana kasi i think ano eh parang this has to reach more people yeah um and and bukod dito sa wildlife treasures uh yung mga uh, plant experts sa lab namin they're now working on a a counterpart na ano naman, botanical treasure. So, it's gonna feature naman yung iba-ibang plants uh, all over the country. So, that's something I also look forward to um, seeing with uh, get distributed to more people. Yeah, oo. And I'm really excited, no? So, kapag pwede nang makakuha ng kopya, please, ano, message mo ako kasi definitely yes. I'm interested in in getting a copy of this and I'm glad that there's there's a there will be a plant counterpart kasi yun din yung isang napansin ko lang sa biodiversity conservation because the animals are mm. are colorful and moving and nakita natin yung yung their actions no when we think of biodiversity conservation we only tend to 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 put more focus on animals mm-hmm. but we have to remember yeah. that plants then are are a big part of this and definitely deserve our attention then diba for sure like hindi hindi mag-exist no mga hayop natin without uh, the plants that feed them yes i, I think i guess ano rin yan eh yung have you encountered the term yung plant blindness yes oo parang diba so like ako, like how medyo guilty din ako din <laughs> <laughs> personally like pag pumunta ako sa gubat like Every- i i could probably name like maybe Three, four, kinds of- five trees, uh, and all the rest, parang homogenous na lang, lang. sa akin. <laughs> green, green and brown lang sila lang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, ganun ngang perception, ano? Mm-hmm. Well, yun. Babuti yung ganyan na narecognize natin din yung limitations natin. And just, yeah, just that, that, that broader uh, awareness that conservation is not just about one aspect of nature. It's really... Since nature itself is not just one aspect, it's it's a lot of players mm. now working together in harmony to develop this this ecosystem where everyone or everything can thrive. 
And we have to approach conservation yeah. with that same mindset. Definitely. And I guess that's something na medyo hindi ko rin na-elaborate, no? Yung conservation naman, hindi lang siya tungkol sa animals and plants. Ay, even. Like, it also involves people. Pag, you, you can only do conservation successfully if you take into account yung mga um, social, political, and cultural issues yes. that surround it. Kasi, kahit na in the most far-flung places, hindi naman yan animals and plants lang. So, you have people living there then. And when you address yung mga problems um, nito mga animals and plants na to, you also have to address yung problems ng mga people living alongside them. Kasi, um, it won't be successful if if yun lang. Yeah. Um, kasi, like, you know, um, people utilize uh, things from nature and so, kailangan mo silang tulungan and find ways to, like, find um, better ways of harmonizing yung use of nature with protection of it. Kumbaga. Agreed. Agreed. Yung sustainable, ano. And yeah, yeah. based experiences ko and the stories I've heard from scientists, kapag naman nakausap mo ng maayos ang mga tao at napaintindi mo sa kanila, sila pa mismo ang nagiging defenders of nature. Yeah. Sobrang dami ng, like, it's nice na sobrang dami ng, ano, parang success stories of that. Hmm. Um, hindi lang, so, all over the world and in the Philippines, sobrang daming mga NGOs na working really hard on different parts of the country na dun sila working with the local communities and the indigenous peoples and they've been doing uh, great work na actually um, making a difference both dun sa mga species na pinoprotektahan nila and dun sa mga communities na nakatira dun sa area na yun. Yeah. So, to, for these efforts to be really sustainable, kailangan ng community involvement. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Ang ganda, ang ganda ng ating conversation. I learned a lot about bats and of course about biodiversity. Just to to tell our listeners, before our recording, medyo napag-usapan namin ni Jay na he was a bit parang hesitant na parang, ah baka yung mga sabihin ko dito, nasabi na before ng mga guests. <laughs> Oo, pero ako, para sa akin, ang gaganda nung natutunan ko from Jay, from listening to him talk about his work, Parang there's always something new to discover and there's always some new story to find out about the life of a, of someone working in this field. And so if if our listeners wanted to learn more about what you do or maybe you know get some advice from you, learn how they can work with you or your team, ano ba yung best way to contact you? Um so I spend majority of my time not working sa Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so marami kasi Don't be all. Uh, yeah, so I'm on Twitter, uh, letter J, letter S, Fidelino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, same then, J, S, Fidelino. Um, and also, actually, if you want to message me, uh, may, nasa Facebook din naman ako, J, Fidelino. Um, so if if meron kayong questions or like you want advice or whatever, kasi there, there, there have been people, um, parang mga students asking, minsan, oh yeah, parang, Okay, ano pong magandang puntahan for masters, yung mga ganyan, uh, or like kung interested kayo to pursue wildlife biology as a career, um, feel free to message lang. Uh, sasagot ako. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just curious, uh, and baka yung, yung answer mo, cliche, do you have a favorite superhero? <laughs> <laughs> Ay, that Actually, for a while, ah, like, talagang, ano, Batman, ganyan. Uh-oh. Pero, ano, medyo nagsawa na ako sa kanya dahil dun sa mga recent na depiction sa kanya sa film. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I get you. Medyo hindi maganda, ganun. Oh, medyo hyper-violent, ano. 
Yeah, pero oh, okay naman yung Batman. <laughs> Pwede na. <laughs> I think he paints ano, bats in a slightly bad light. Aha, oo nga kasi yeah, if you, So kailangan natin i-reclaim yung Batman na yan. Totoo kasi nga if you hindi naman sa hindi naman sinisiraan si Batman ah. Uh, kung nakikinig si Batman, hindi ka naman namin sisiraan. Pero yun ay yung yung the reason why he chose that symbol in the first place is to strike fear in the hearts of criminals. Yeah. Sabi oh. nga niya, criminals are a cowardly and superstitious lot. So yung yung fear aspects of the bat imagery, yun yung do siya mm-hmm. nag-lean into mm-hmm. when he's when he's Batman. But you're right, we have yeah. to You know, with the with the bad comes with comes a lot of good, and we have to shine that light on the good parts of bats. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, Batman, what is your what is your advice for <laughs> aspiring scientists out there, especially yung mga gusto magpractice ng craft nila dito sa Philippines? Um, siguro ano more broadly, parang ito yung gusto kong itry lage um personally, and I hope other people also find this use, useful to learn from everyone. So, like, you learn from your teachers, syempre, in school, uh, you learn from your classmates, you learn from uh, your boss at work, your other workmates, but also, I think it's uh, it's important to remember that you, you, you can learn from everyone talaga. So, people around you, the internet, um, sobrang dami mo matututunan kahit hindi ka na studyante per se. Um, so yeah, so una yon learn from everyone. And pangalawa, is, uh, particularly for people na who are interested in working sa biodiversity research and conservation, siguro ano, uh, we always have to remember, this is something din na nare-remind ko sa sarili ko na um, hindi natin siya magagawa without collective action. Mm-hmm. Um, sa sobrang dami ng mga problema na, na kailangan yeah. ayusin and sobrang dami ng mga animals at plants na kailangan pang aralin. Kailangan natin ng mas malaking number of people working together um, para mag- magawa natin yung gusto natin gawin for uh, Philippine conservation. So, yun lang naman. Alright. So, that's really great advice. And, yun nga, I hope na maisapuso yan ng mga nakikinig sa atin. So, well, I wish we had more time but This podcast has to end at some point. I I feel I feel like I have a lot more questions for you, and maybe in a future episode, makapag guest ka ulit dito sa sa Ask Theory. I hope. <laughs> yeah, G G lang. G lang. Oh. I, I I enjoy this conserv- conversation. Conservation. Conservation. Yeah, conversation. Ganda. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can have another conservation conversation in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, I'm really grateful that you were able to spare some time and share a lot of new things, especially yung clearing up those misconceptions about bats and giving mm-hmm. us a, a bit of, you know, a slice of life look at your life as a wildlife biologist. And I hope na yung mga tao na who are thinking of getting into your field would be encouraged na ang fun pala talaga ng work mo. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's really, it's it's meaningful work. And you're helping to build a better yeah. future for everyone here. So thank you very much for that. And keep in touch and talk to you again soon and stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ask Theory. Follow Flip Science on Facebook, at Flip Science PH on Twitter, and at Flip Facts on Instagram. And check out our official Shopee store if you want to get copies of our books, Historiang Scientifico and Science Scramble. Stay curious. Stay curious.